All right, we are back with the 143rd edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm really excited for this one. Um, I have Max Payne Griffin, who's joining me today. So it's actually a little bit different because it's actually fight week. Uh, it's not every day I get to speak to someone just a couple of days out from their fight. So this is uh, this is super special. I appreciate the time. And uh, without further ado, here he is. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. How are you? Not too bad. So uh, it's not every day I speak to someone during fight week. So a little bit different. Um, and I'm surprised. I mean, you, you you seem to be upbeat. Usually guys during fight week are depleted. They're grumpy. But uh, you've got a smile on your face. How are you feeling? I'm, I feel good as I look, man. Uh, I'm great. It's fight week. Um, you know, I work all year, day in and day out. But I only get to fight like three times a year. And I mean, my favorite thing to do is fight. So it's a, I'm blessed to be here. Um, I'm healthy. I'm happy. My training is well. I mean, I'm. It's nothing like being ready. Like it's like I. Uh, it's like you go to school and you like um, you have a test and like you have all the answers. You know what I mean? Like you have the you have the teacher's copy. Um, I feel great, man. I crossed all the T's, dotted all my I's, left no stone unturned, um, trained correctly. I'm fucking so excited, bro. So one of the things that we don't really do when we're writing tests is cutting weight. So how are you feeling in that aspect? I mean, obviously with the pandemic and everything, we've seen you before, but um, speaking for myself, I, I, you know, I, I kind of uh, added a few pounds throughout the pandemic. So how are you feeling on that? On that side <laughs> of thing? I was a little bit heavier after uh, like, so I fought in November, uh, but my birthday is that month. We got Thanksgiving, uh, met in the Christmas. So I've been actually pretty heavy up until about a month and a half ago, but now I'm good. I mean, it was just extra fat, bro. It was extra pounds, and and I just had a baby, so maybe I had like that baby weight. Um, but um, it's good now, bro. I'm cold. I'm cold because my th my skin's all thin from and my you know I'm drinking so much water you get cold as hell when you drink a lot of water man I don't know why but it has to do with like your electrolytes or I don't know but yeah when you cut weight um, you're freezing cold so I'm freezing cold right now with the pandemic and closures and everything did you have any uh, issues with this training camp uh, specifically no man um, you know my last camp I did because it's kind of when COVID first started so it was like hey don't go outside it was like real sketchy and it's funny i was real concerned like because i was having the baby on the way and stuff like i i didn't want to bring COVID home you know to my lady and uh, so i was real nervous and i was fun. I remember when i went to my first training um and i was i mean everyone else continued i mean they did like behind closed doors to get the job done but um i was like mr quarantine boy like i was weary you know and uh I remember going out there the first day at MMA Gold. I mean, they've all been out there. I kind of, like, let them kind of train. And no one got sick. You know, everyone was good for, like, a month. I'll, okay, I have to go in there. It's funny. I'm on the mat. Oh, and uh, Jim's talking about, you know, what's going on. And I have this big, like, sneeze, like, coming over my body, bro. Like, I feel it, like, tickling my nose and my throat. And, like, I didn't want the sneeze, you know, that was different. You used to sneeze and people were like, bless you. Now you sneeze and like, you're going to get in a fight, you know? Uh, so I, I held the sneeze, but it was like, 
the hardest. Like, I'm trying to, you know, I don't want everyone to think, like, I had COVID. So, um, that was kind of sketchy. But other than that, I mean, we've been doing our stuff, you know, in Alpha Male and these gyms. We've been, you know, taking our temperatures, checking the symptoms. Um, but, you know, we're good, man. It's, you know, I know, like, 24-hour fitness and, like, some of these bigger gyms were shut all the way down. But... I go to private gyms. So for me, it wasn't too different. That leads me into the ne- this next question. I mean, you've got, you've done all the preparation. How do you feel about this fight? I mean, Song Kanaan is very dangerous, uh, but it's nothing you haven't seen before. You've, you've faced hard hitters, guys like Mike Perry, Alex Oliveira. So how are you feeling about this fight and your thoughts on the matchup? I feel good, man. Um, you know, honestly, when I first got the name, I wasn't too thrilled about it, but. My manager said, hey, man, you know, beat this guy, renegotiate your contract, and, you know, we'll get it from there. But, yeah, he's a good guy. He comes from a good gym. Um, but, you know, stylistically, I enjoy the fight a lot. They actually wanted me to put this card on March 6th, the Adesanya, Adesanya card. But my son was supposed to be born February 19th. So I said, hey, it's too close. What if he's early? What if he's late? Like, so I said, okay, you can fight on March 20th. So I did like the matchup, kept the guy, moved the date. And now it's a blessing because now it's on ESPN, the main card. Yeah. Uh, the world wants to see it. And they're giving me an opportunity. I like the matchup, though. You know, he, he's tough. He's good. But um, I'm going a, I'm to a do work on this guy, man. I, uh, Yeah, he's, he's, he's going to bring the fight. You know, he's... More of a striker, more of a boxer. He got a good right hand, but um, he doesn't like pressure. He has a short reach, like 71, 70 and a half. Mine's almost 77. So, like, you know, I got a little bit of reach on him, and I bring pressure. I like it. I like the fight. Um, this is my 11th fight in the UFC, and I'm ready. I want to talk a little bit about about that. I mean, this is your 25th pro fight. That's got to be crazy to look back on, you know, 25 fights. How uh, how crazy is that when you look back on it? It's fun, man. I didn't know that. Thanks for the um, the tidbit, you know. Um, I didn't know that. I'm glad, bro. Um, I wanted to do this for a living. I wanted to be one of the best in the world. That was my goal when, when I started fighting. I didn't fight to be, like the local champion or like, you know, I fought to be one of the best in the world and to make, make this my life. And I did. So I feel great, bro. Um, Yeah. It's crazy because right. I think I was reading an article on you um, and right before your UFC debut, you had contemplated maybe not even doing this anymore. So looking back, that's gotta be crazy. So uh, when you, when you look back, was that like, you know what, was that, such a dumb decision was it was it just emotions at that time what do you think it was well man like like i said or you fight you fight you fight i mean i was a champion a west coast fighting championship i was a tachi palace fights champion you know i had like california like on lockdown um you know for the titles and everything i was um doing it big and um, they always promise you, you talk to these matchmakers and you'll see, yeah, one more fight, you know, one more fight. You know, you beat this guy, you're in. You beat this guy, you're in. And we heard that for years, you know. And um, these last couple fights, I went to, ta- like, like I, I left to go to Tachi because I 
like beat everyone up here or in Sacramento in that area. So I went to Tachi, got that belt, and came back. And then I actually go and went back to the West Coast um, to fight David Mitchell. A um, couple other guys too, Buddy Wallace, but David Mitchell was ex UFC guy, mm-hmm. um, really good guy. And he was talking all this trash and stuff. I'm scared. That's why you went to Tachi. But he, he got out the UFC and won like eight straight. He like torched like the local scene saying I'm scared and all this. So I, uh, you know, I I fought him. And they told me, look, they say, hey, you beat this guy, you're in. I knock him out in the first round. It was a King of Sacramento fight. It was a beautiful fight. Uh, just played with him. And, um, didn't get signed. It's like January. I that was in January. January sixteenth, I think. I could be wrong, but um, that was like five years ago, January. Maybe longer, but I've been UFC about five years, so it could have been around then. But January, it's February, March, April, May, June. I'm still not signed. It's like, dude, like I, I have nothing to prove ever. And like I said, I didn't do it to be like a local, like, like I respect a lot of the guys and look up to a lot of the guys, like, growing up, you know, Jamie Hara, um, Dave Huckabuck, guys in my area that are low legends, you know. I did it to be one of the best in the world. Not, you know, no disrespect, but I want to be one of the best in the world. I didn't do it just for local. Yep. And if I wouldn't get signed, I um, was going to quit. Like, I have nothing more to prove. It's funny I almost signed the Bellator. Uh, it's a funny story. I almost signed the Bellator because I was getting frustrated. Like, you know what? Uh, how much are you going to pay me Bellator? They wanted to put me on a promotional agreement. A lot of the guys in Bellator, they get signed. They get on those shit contracts. And they're not even contracts. It's just they feed you to somebody who has a promotional contract. You know what I mean? So they wanted me to offer a promotional contract, pay me a lot of good money to fight for them. Um, I was supposed to meet up with Rich Chu. And he got stuck in London, I think, with Michael Page. So he, uh, he like, couldn't come to the meeting, you know. So I want to say that next week. Um, and so that happened, right? And then this one day, I, like, gave it up, dude. I'm like, you know what? That morning, I remember clearly. I'm like, I'm done. Like, if I don't get signed today, like, I'm done. Like, I don't want to waste my time. Like, I'm good at every, like, most most shit that I do, if I put my effort into it, I'm successful. Whatever job I have, whatever I put my mind to, I figure out how to do it and I do well at it. Uh, I was like, I could put this energy, this fighting energy into anything. I could be whatever I want to be, you know? So I was ready to close that chapter. Told my girl, yeah, I'm done. Told my brother, yeah, man, I'm, I'm going to retire, I guess. Like, and that night, bro. I'm at uh, Marinobles Kickboxing, my main dojo, and uh, we're wrestling or whatever, and I get taken down, and my elbow hits the mat, and my bone, like, pokes through my skin, like, like I hit it so hard on the mat that it goes through, you know what I mean? Yeah. It went through, I'm like, oh, shit, you know? I tell my coach, like, dude, my arm. He's like, oh, you're fine. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, I went like this and, like, squirted blood like a squirt gun. I was like, oh, shit. So I take a break, go check my phone, and um, Joe Silva texts me. And he goes, what's your manager's number? It said Joe Silva. I'm like, 
this is A Max and Joe Silva. What's your manager's number? I'm like, oh my God. Like, oh my fuck, you know. I text him the number. Um, I don't know if I can cuss on here. Can I cuss on here? Can, I can, you can say whatever you want. Okay. So um, I text my guy, Dave Hirschbein. Two minutes later, he calls me. We're in, motherfucker. We're in. We're fucking in. Three weeks. McGregor Diaz, two. We're in. I'm like, I don't give a fuck who I'm fighting. Let's fucking do it, you know? And fucking, he said, hey, if you wouldn't have responded, uh, like, within that hour, like, we would have moved on to the next guy. So, if I didn't get hurt, um. I would have missed the whole shit. It would have been too late. I would have saw my phone. Hey, too late, Max. So yeah. because I hurt my arm, you know, and was able to, like, check my phone. I don't check my phone ever. I get done at the gym at 10 o'clock. This is, like, 630. You know what I mean? So I would have missed the, missed the flight. And uh, here we are, bro. That's a crazy story, man. And it, it – Man, the fact that you could could have been a Bellator fighter to me is even crazy. Um, but uh, one thing that's kind of eluded you your entire UFC career is consecutive wins. Now you've got a chance to do that. What, what do you think it is? Is it a, a mental hurdle? Do you think it's the matchups? What what is it that's you know preventing you from getting those two straight wins? I don't know, man. I mean, those times are over. Bro. Um, a lot of times, the shit judges. Uh, I mean, I've been in a lot of close fights. Yeah. I've only really lost to Colby Covington. All the other fights here and there. I mean, every other single fight, other fights have been split. And there's been fights that I've been clearly robbed. Um, Thiago Alves. You know, there's been fights that it would have been two in a row. You know what I mean? There's, it's, I don't know, man. But, um, yeah, bad judging. There's been fights that splits, right? Um, Alex Morono. He kicked me in the head at the end of the second round. He had 37 seconds of glory. Um, the first round I won. The second round or the third round, I took him down four times and fucked him up. And he won. It should have been a draw. So there, there's certain there's certain things. I mean, if you watch the fights, they're all close. Yeah. Um, Curtis Millinder, I fucked him up, and then he stole the fight at the end with a couple punches. Like it's, it, But then he went to the hospital. So there's these, these fights that – are so close, but um, it's time, man. My my last fight um, was beautiful. I have a new mental coach, and he said, have fun out there. We've really been working on having a, a good time, um, it, being authentic. Like, out, like, outside of fighting, I'm funny. I'm a meme king. I have a lot of fun, bro. In my life, it's I'm a funny guy, like uh, happy-go-lucky kind of guy. So when I fight, I'm all serious. So he's like, hey. When you when you when you fight, you know how you want. When you know he, he actually went back and watched all my fights and like with no sound, and um, like the Mike Perry fight, certain fights they did really well. He's like, you're having a good time, so you need to. When you have a good time, you do very well. So I started training like that and really getting into my core values. And my last fight, I it's like genuinely had a good time. Happy to be here. You know, like, was calm and, like, kind of nonchalant about it. Not so, too, so much pressure. Because, look, I'm losing these fights, these split decisions. Because, like, the blood, like, the Oliveira fight. I lost because I was bloody. Like, it looks bad. You know what I mean? So, it's like these fucking, these close fights, bro, that, that I'm losing. It's like, fuck, man. 
So this last fight, to be able to literally have fun, to really enjoy it, and then to thrash the guy, apart from the ear getting cut off, um, I piece that fool up, like, all the way around. Every time I hit him, more just, just get, just mouse, hematoma, cut, blood, blood. I mean, pieced him up. Um, didn't let him take me down. Didn't let him do anything to me. And then I cut his off his ear and go viral for it. I'm more of that, you know, if, if, if I have fun for the first time, then I go viral. Like I need to have more fun. I want to, I want to ask about that. That was going to be my next, my next question. I mean, it's not every day you see someone's ear practically fall off their head in a fight as the person who did it. I mean, there had to be a little bit of like, Oh man, I feel bad. Or was it, was it all just like, you know what? That felt great. It felt great. I mean, look, I mean, now, I mean, whatever. It's, you know, when it happened, hey, I was fucking excited. You know, I had, you know, it was disgusting, but it 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 was good for me as a, as, as a man. I mean, he was talking shit, saying how he's just going to come in there and submit me. And, um, you know, that wasn't going to happen. But, you know, my mom was upset about it, you know, but I... It's better. Would you rather have him do it to me, Mom? She's like, no, okay. Then. Like, it's part of it. It's part of the game. We sign up for that. We sign up. We don't think it's going to happen like that. But, hey, for me to be on the other side of it and to get the TKO and um, finish him and get my, get my two checks and, you know, for me, like, it's important, man. I'm, I'm in there to – now I'm in there to cut people's shit off. So, uh, you know, like, he was cool about it, and, you know, I didn't do any more damage after I saw the year. But, yeah. uh, I mean, I wish him the best, and it is what it is. Like, I don't feel bad. It's like when you feel bad in training. You're not supposed to feel bad. Um, like, for instance, uh, I broke my homies. I fractured two ribs, or fractured one rib twice and broke the other rib with a neon belly last weekend. Um, yeah. So I asked him today about it. Are we grappling? I fucking neon bellied him. And he's like, oh, oh, oh. I felt like a, like a do-do-do-do. I felt with my knee, like, in his rib. I felt it go, like a xylophone, bro. And he's screaming, oh, oh, my buddy Mike Gonzalez. Oh, oh. I stand him up, and I'm like, are you sure, man? He can't breathe, and he's he's done. Takes his gear off, and, you know. I'm like, I don't know if it's broken, man, but it started turning colors and stuff. I'm like, I don't know if it's broke, bro. So um, it's not funny, but he, I texted him today and said, hey, how, how's your ribs? He's like, dude, you fractured one in two places and broke the other one. So it's like, I don't feel bad. I mean, I wish it didn't happen, but you're not supposed to apologize in training. Like, we're fighters. Like, it's, my coach said it's disrespectful if you apologize. Like, sorry. I mean, if you take someone in the nuts, that's But if you hurt someone when you're training, you cut someone or knock someone out cold, like, we sign up for this. So, yeah, I don't feel bad. Um, I wish them the best. Um, but, hey, I'm I'm in there. Yeah, I'm in there to, to fuck shit up now. Uh, I mean, I was in there to fuck shit up before. But I, I put I put a lot of pressure on myself because I did have those losses. I I did have that shit go my wrong way. I mean, you know, 
Um, and they're all close fights. You can't tell me I haven't been in the, in the fight that wasn't close. Even the Colby Covington fight. Yeah, he beat me, but I almost kimored him. Like, if I would have put my leg over, I would have kimored him, 100%. Uh, I dropped him in the first round. Like, I, I had better success than, than everyone he fought, except, you know, against the, who you just, Usman, you know? Yeah. I did the best since Usman against him in like seven fights. So it's like, I feel good, bro. And, and like I said, for me to have fun and like chop the guys here off and go viral and beat the shit out of them, I'm going to have more fun. And I can't wait. I can't wait to fight, bro. I can't wait. Um, this guy's the perfect opponent. He's going to fight, he's a fighter. So, I got something for him. All right, I'm gonna ask you a couple of a uh, couple of questions here at the end, and then we'll uh, we'll let you go. I know it's fight week, so I don't want to take up too much of your time. We keep track of uh, fighter predictions. Uh, I think I think you know that, uh, and you're you're right up there. You're, you're you've got one of the best uh, records in uh, in all of the UFC for picking fights. What's the secret? As someone who wants to gamble, is it just trusting your gut, or is it uh, studying the fights? What's the secret in having so much success in your picks? So, yeah, I get in trouble, bro. Like, like for instance, this last week, bro, um, you know, I I didn't feel good about it, but I picked uh, – Danny Gay was fighting this dude, Gavin Tucker. Um, you know, I, I when I come to extreme or when I come to Vegas, I train at extreme, you know. Uh, they're my guys. They're my people, you know what I mean? It's like my team when I'm in Vegas. And Danny Gay goes there. And I picked against them, um, Gavin Tucker, and why I did, um, my mental coach, who I work with, you know, works with them and stuff, you know? And, um, you know, it's like I know both guys. I know Dan. I know Eric. But I picked fucking um, Gavin, you know. He gets knocked out, which whatever. And then, you know, Eric goes on, goes on my thing. And, you know, tags Dan in it and puts, like, the, the monocle thing. Like, oh, Max is picking against us. Like, it's like a – it's fucking crazy, bro. Um, so, yeah, I love, love you guys, man. I love fucking Extreme. I love Dan. It's it's fucking – you can't make everybody happy all the time, you know. So, a lot of – some of the picks, it's it's political. A lot of them. Like, like what I really bet on isn't always, like, what I pick, you know. Like, a lot of times it's, like – I know the guy, and fucking, if I pick against them, fucking, they're pissed. It's like, like for me, it's like I gotta weigh the risk of being right, and and pissing someone off. But like, what if I know those guys? I, not, now I know like everybody like personally. You know, I've been here for five years now. It's like, I know eighty percent of the fucking card, bro. So it's like someone's gonna be mad, you know. So yeah. Um, I really just go with my what, who I really think is going to win usually, but sometimes it's it's political where it's like, hey, if I pick against him, is it worth is it worth me being wrong? Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, I think this guy has no chance. But if I don't pick him, they're going to be fucking mad. So it's a it's a slippery slope for people to take it personal. All right, we'll end up we'll end on this note. Is there any last message you have uh, before the fight? What can we expect from you on Saturday night? Expect some viciousness. They they put me on the main card for a reason, on ESPN for a reason, not in the prelims, not on ESPN Plus, uh, on the main card, and I'm gonna do my thing and get the dominant victory, and you'll see the best performance that I've ever performed to, to date. Cause I'm gonna keep getting better. So, 
you'll see the best Max Griffin today come Saturday. All right, man. Thanks again for the time. I appreciate it. Best of luck this weekend and uh, be safe, man, you know, with everything going on. So uh, can't wait to watch you perform. Thank you, bro. All right, man. All the best. Peace. So there you have it. Max Payne Griffin, I've been a fan of his for a very long time since his UFC debut. He fights this Saturday against Song Kanan. Um, so be sure to ch check him out on Saturday. If you guys haven't yet, be sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and we will see you guys next time.